We're making good progress. Let's now look at the last branch of these IR verbs, which behave slightly differently. These are the verbs with a double S in the plural, as in I finish, je finis, but we finish, nous finissons. So how would you say the story ends well? A story is une histoire, another good feminine noun from the O-R-Y transformation. So the story ends well? L'histoire finit bien. Yes, l'histoire finit bien. And that would work for Shakespeare too. All's well that ends well will be... For that, you will use qui. Tout est bien qui finit bien. Exactly. Tout est bien qui finit bien. Now try, we finish work early on Fridays. What you're saying here is every Friday, so you use le vendredi to show that it's generally true, just as you say le travail for work in general. Early in this sense is tôt, T-O circumflex T. You might recognize tôt from bientôt, which means soon. So, we finish work early on Fridays. Nous finissons le travail tôt le vendredi. Bien, nous finissons le travail tôt le vendredi. Okay, what about during the negotiation, he clearly defined his position. During is pendant. To define is an easy transfer using finir, and he defined is the same as he has defined. Remember also what Michel Thomas taught us. With IR verbs, when you dive, you drop the R, so finir will give you fini. So, during the negotiation, he clearly defined his position. Pendant la négociation, il a clairement défini sa position. Oui, pendant la négociation, il a clairement défini sa position. Now add to this, and that of the minister. Position is of course feminine, so to be agreeable, you will use celle for that. So, during the negotiation, he clearly defined his position and that of the minister. Pendant la négociation, il a clairement défini sa position et celle du ministre. Good. Pendant la négociation, il a clairement défini sa position et celle du ministre. What about we have clearly defined our position and now we are establishing the principles which we are going to use? Bit by bit now. We have clearly defined our position. Nous avons clairement défini notre position. Indeed, nous avons clairement défini notre position. There's another handy tip. Many English verbs ending in ish are easy transfers into ir in French, so to establish will be établir, for which you will use que. A principle is un principe. And remember, there's no amming, ising, and aring in French. So, and now, we are establishing the principles which we are going to use. Et maintenant, nous établissons les principes que nous allons utiliser. That's right. Et maintenant, nous établissons les principes que nous allons utiliser. All in one sentence now. We have clearly defined our position, and now we are establishing the principles which we are going to use. Nous avons clairement défini notre position. Et maintenant, nous établissons les principes que nous allons utiliser. Super Nous avons clairement défini notre position et maintenant nous établissons les principes que nous allons utiliser. 
try, she was reflecting on the problem. No wasing or whirring, you just use the wing tense for a line in the past. And for IR verbs with a double S in the present plural, you find this double S again in the wing tense. So, finir gives you nous finissons in the present tense, and therefore, in the wing tense, nous finissions. To reflect on something is réfléchir, followed by its little helper, a. Problème is masculine, and when a and le come together, they become o. So, she was thinking about the problem. Elle réfléchissait au problème. Yes, elle réfléchissait au problème. In English, you sometimes say, if you stop and think about it. The French equivalent is having a good think about it, en réfléchissant bien, literally, while thinking well. Michel Thomas indicated that if you want to say in waiting or while waiting, you use en and the verb with an ant ending. You get this by replacing ons at the end of the new form of the present tense with ant. So, from nous attendons, how would you say while waiting? En attendant. Yes, en attendant. And while finishing? En finissant. Of course, en finissant. And while doing? En faisant. Yes, en faisant. What you use these little en phrases for is to reinforce the fact that two things are going on at once, while doing, or are closely linked, by doing. So how would you say, she works while having lunch? Elle travaille en déjeunant. Good. Elle travaille en déjeunant. And what about, she surprised her colleagues by refusing her promotion? To surprise is étonner, which is quite close to astonish in English. And to refuse and promotion are straight transfers. So, she surprised her colleagues by refusing her promotion. Elle a étonné ses collègues en refusant sa promotion. Bien, elle a étonné ses collègues en refusant sa promotion. So what about, if we stop and think about it, or by thinking well, we can modify our position. En réfléchissant bien, nous pouvons modifier notre position. En réfléchissant bien, nous pouvons modifier notre position, yes. Now, if you wanted to say, I think that we can change our position, you would use another verb for to think, a more general one, which is penser. So, if we stop and think about it, I think that we can modify our position would be... En réfléchissant bien, je pense que nous pouvons modifier notre position. Exactly. En réfléchissant bien, je pense que nous pouvons modifier notre position. To choose is choisir. So try, we choose the method which we prefer. Use que for which. Nous choisissons la méthode que nous préférons. Good. Nous choisissons la méthode que nous préférons. And if you were talking to a friend, how would you say, please, choose the solution which you prefer? The formal way of saying please is s'il vous plaît, so the informal one will be s'il te plaît. Choose the solution is an order. To give an order in French, you just use the vous or tu form of the verb. So, please, choose the solution which you prefer. S'il te plaît, 
Choisis la solution que tu préfères. Voilà. S'il te plaît, choisis la solution que tu préfères. As Michel Thomas taught you, these double S verbs are a live category. This means that you can go on adding to them. They are verbs which indicate some sort of change. So, as big is grand, to become bigger is grandir. If yellow is jaune, J-A-U-N-E, what would to become yellow be? Jaunir. Yes, jaunir. And if red is rouge, to become red is... Rougir. Of course, rougir. It also means to blush. You could say, il est très timide et il rougit facilement. He is very shy and he blushes easily. A tree is un arbre and it is autumn is c'est l'automne. So how would you say the trees are getting yellow because it is autumn? Les arbres jaunissent parce que c'est l'automne. Good. Les arbres jaunissent parce que c'est l'automne. Slow is lent, and to slow down is ralentir. So what about the economic activity was slowing down because it was autumn? L'activité économique ralentissait parce que c'était l'automne. Excellent. L'activité économique ralentissait parce que c'était l'automne. But we must not ralentir what we are doing. Let's move on to another type of verbs. We'll move on to another big branch of French verbs, the ones that end in RE. As Michel Thomas said, in the short box of the present tense, you do not sound the consonant. So if to put is mettre, I put is je mets, M-E-T-S, and he puts is il met, M-E-T. To put back is to re-put, remettre. So I am putting back the report on the table is... Je remets le rapport sur la table. Quite. Je remets le rapport sur la table. To say that something takes you an hour, you can say, I put an hour. So, it takes him an hour to go to Paris would be, an hour is une heure, and two here is in order to. So, you will use pour, won't you? So, it takes him an hour to go to Paris. Il met une heure pour aller à Paris. Yes, il met une heure pour aller à Paris. The diving form of mettre is mi, M-I-S. And you dive with avoir, as this is not a verb of coming and going. So try saying to a friend, thank you for your email, it put everybody in a good mood this morning. Bit by bit. Thank you for your email. Thank you for is merci pour. Merci pour ton email. Yes, merci pour ton email. Everybody is tout le monde, literally all the world. And to put somebody in a good mood is mettre quelqu'un de bonne humeur. So, it put everybody in a good mood this morning. Il a mis tout le monde de bonne humeur ce matin. Good. Il a mis tout le monde de bonne humeur ce matin. And all in one sentence now? Thank you for your email. It put everybody in a good mood this morning. Merci pour ton email. Il a mis tout le monde de bonne humeur ce matin. C'est ça. Merci pour ton email. Il a mis tout le monde de bonne humeur ce matin. What about in autumn? 
the government was putting in place measures to increase industrial production. In autumn is en automne, and to put in place is mettre en place. So, in autumn, the government was putting in place... En automne, le gouvernement mettait en place... En automne, le gouvernement mettait en place... Yes. Uh, measures to increase industrial production. A measure is une mesure. So here we will say some measures, des mesures. As we have seen, to increase is augmenter, like the English augment. And in French you need to say the industrial production. So, measures to increase industrial production. Des mesures pour augmenter la production industrielle. Yes. Des mesures pour augmenter la production industrielle. So all in one sentence now. In autumn, the government was putting in place measures to increase industrial production. En automne, le gouvernement mettait en place des mesures pour augmenter la production industrielle. Exactement. En automne, le gouvernement mettait en place des mesures pour augmenter la production industrielle. How would you say, we promise to arrive before the weekend? To promise is promettre, followed by de and the to form of the verb. The French for before is avant. So, we promise to arrive before the weekend. Nous promettons d'arriver avant le weekend. Yes, nous promettons d'arriver avant le weekend. A promise is une promesse. So, yesterday you made an important promise. Hier, vous avez fait une promesse importante. Good. Hier, vous avez fait une promesse importante. And yesterday you promised something important. You will need to say quelque chose de, followed by important. Hier, vous avez promis quelque chose d'important. Good. Hier, vous avez promis quelque chose d'important. To admit is admettre. So try... I admit that I have made a mistake or an error, but it is not catastrophic. We'll break it up. I admit that I have made a mistake. J'admets que j'ai fait une erreur. Good. J'admets que j'ai fait une erreur, but it is not catastrophic. That's an easy equivalent, and you will use elle for it to be agreeable. Mais elle n'est pas catastrophique. Of course, mais elle n'est pas catastrophique. Bring it all together now. I admit that I have made a mistake, but it is not catastrophic. J'admets que j'ai fait une erreur, mais elle n'est pas catastrophique. That's it. J'admets que j'ai fait une erreur, mais elle n'est pas catastrophique. Now, to answer is répondre. And you say répondre à quelque chose ou à quelqu'un. So how would you say, she does not answer my letters? Elle ne répond pas à mes lettres. That's right. Elle ne répond pas à mes lettres. And she never used to answer my letters? Never is jamais, and it replaces pas in ne pas. So, she never used to answer my letters? Elle ne répondait jamais à mes lettres. Yes. Elle ne répondait jamais à mes lettres, a dotted line in the past. Many verbs ending in DRE form the diving part of the past in U. 
So I have answered is j'ai répondu. How would you say she did not answer my letter because she does not like to write? To write is écrire. Elle n'a pas répondu à ma lettre parce qu'elle n'aime pas écrire. That's it. Elle n'a pas répondu à ma lettre parce qu'elle n'aime pas écrire. A dot in the past. And what about we will always answer all the letters? You need to make sure that all, tout, is agreeable with les lettres, which is feminine plural. Nous répondrons toujours à toutes les lettres. Yes, nous répondrons toujours à toutes les lettres. To forbid is défendre, a false friend. So try, it is not permitted, it is forbidden here. Start with ce n'est pas. Ce n'est pas permis, c'est défendu ici. Exact, ce n'est pas permis, c'est défendu ici. Okay, what about I forbid you to talk to me like that? It is unbearable. The vous for you and me for to me will have to go before each verb. So, bit by bit, I forbid you to talk to me like that. Je vous défends de me parler comme ça. Je vous défends de me parler comme ça, yes. It is unbearable. For unbearable, think of unsupportable. C'est insupportable. Good, c'est insupportable. The whole sentence now. I forbid you to talk to me like that. It is unbearable. Je vous défends de me parler comme ça. C'est insupportable. Quite. Je vous défends de me parler comme ça. C'est insupportable. What about I borrowed a lot of money, but I gave it back? To borrow is emprunter. E-M-P-R-U-N-T-E-R. So, I borrowed a lot of money. J'ai emprunté beaucoup d'argent. J'ai emprunté beaucoup d'argent. Yes, but I gave it back. To give back is render, rendre, and it dives into rendu. So, but I gave it back. Mais je l'ai rendu. Yes, mais je l'ai rendu. So the whole sentence now. I borrowed a lot of money, but I gave it back. J'ai emprunté beaucoup d'argent, mais je l'ai rendu. Well done. J'ai emprunté beaucoup d'argent, mais je l'ai rendu. To hear is entendre, so I have heard the news is... J'ai entendu la nouvelle. Good, j'ai entendu la nouvelle. And sometimes you will hear this word entendu in the phrase c'est entendu, which means it is agreed. So for instance, you could say, we're staying in Paris for the weekend, it's agreed. And that would be... Nous restons à Paris pour le week-end, c'est entendu. Good. Nous restons à Paris pour le week-end. C'est entendu. And you could just say entendu if you want to agree with something someone has just proposed. To lose is perdre. So try, I have lost the house keys. A key is une clé. And you'll need to say the keys of the house. So, I've lost the house keys. J'ai perdu les clés de la maison. J'ai perdu les clés de la maison. And she is always losing her keys. Remember, no amming, ising or aring. Elle perd toujours ses clés. 
Yes. Elle perd toujours ses clés. Among these verbs ending in RE, some have endings in AINDRE, EINDRE, or OINDRE. For these verbs, the ND consonant group goes soft. It is replaced by the ny sound, spelt GN. So, if to complain is se plaindre, we are complaining is nous nous plaignons. Now, how then would you say they complain when we switch off the light? To switch off is éteindre, e acute t e i n d r e, and the light is la lampe. So, they complain when we switch off the light. Ils se plaignent quand nous éteignons la lampe. Good. Ils se plaignent quand nous éteignons la lampe. To fear is craindre, spelt C-R-A-I-N-D-R-E. So what about he always feared the consequences of the president's decision? Don't forget to put always after the verb. Il craignait toujours les conséquences de la décision du président. Yes, il craignait toujours les conséquences de la décision du président. But in the short box, in the present tense, he fears the consequences would be... Il craint les conséquences. Yes, il craint les conséquences. These verbs dive into forms ending in A-I-N-T. Plain, P-L-A-I-N-T. Éteint, E-acute, T-E-I-N-T. Craint, C-R-A-I-N-T. So, I was afraid of the consequences... In French, you will say, I have feared the consequences. J'ai craint les conséquences. Yes, j'ai craint les conséquences. To catch up with or meet up with somebody is rejoindre quelqu'un. So how would you say, we caught up with the participants in front of the conference centre? Conference centre is centre of conferences, both easy transformations. So... We caught up with the participants in front of the conference center. Nous avons rejoint les participants devant le centre de conférence. Exact. Nous avons rejoint les participants devant le centre de conférence. In French, as Michel Thomas taught us, you can use the present to convey the future. So, using the present, how would you use rejoindre to say, I'll be with you in a minute? Je vous rejoins dans une minute. Super Je vous rejoins dans une minute. That sounds really français. There is one set of RE verbs for which I can give you particularly handy tips, and they are the verbs in U-I-R-E. They go into the short box for the present singular and have an S as the base for all forms of the plural. So if to produce is produire, you will say je produis, but nous produisons. And tous les deux, ils produisent. So, if to destroy is détruire, how would you say, we are destroying all the confidential documents? Confidential is an easy equivalent. Nous détruisons tous les documents confidentiels. Good. Nous détruisons tous les documents confidentiels. And they produce many confidential documents? Ils produisent beaucoup de documents confidentiels. Yes, ils produisent beaucoup de documents confidentiels. For the past tense, you dive into oui, U-I-T. So, I have produced many interesting documents would be... J'ai produit beaucoup de documents intéressants. 
J'ai produit beaucoup de documents intéressants. Yes. And the storm destroyed our house. A storm is une tempête. Think of tempest with a disappearing s. Our house is notre maison. So the storm destroyed our house. La tempête a détruit notre maison. That's it. La tempête a détruit notre maison. To build is construire. So try, we are rebuilding our house because it has been destroyed by the storm. Bit by bit now, we are rebuilding our house. Nous reconstruisons notre maison. Good. Nous reconstruisons notre maison. Because it has been destroyed by the storm. Use elle for it here as you're referring to la maison. Been is été. And remember that since you're using the verb to be, you must make destroyed agreeable. Parce qu'elle a été détruite par la tempête. Yes, parce qu'elle a été détruite par la tempête. So the whole sentence now. We are rebuilding our house because it has been destroyed by the storm. Nous reconstruisons notre maison parce qu'elle a été détruite par la tempête. That's it. Nous reconstruisons notre maison parce qu'elle a été détruite par la tempête. To translate is traduire. So how would you say, I have translated all these books into Russian? Into Russian is en russe. And be careful when you make tout agreeable. J'ai traduit tous ces livres en russe. Excellent. J'ai traduit tous ces livres en russe. Tout, masculine plural, spelled T-O-U-S, because a book is un livre. These U-I-R-E verbs often produce nouns ending in uction, U-C-T-I-O-N. So, destruction is la destruction. So, what about this translation is excellent? Cette traduction est excellente. Of course. Cette traduction est excellente. Now try, you always make an excellent impression. For make, use produire. Vous produisez toujours une impression excellente. Good. Vous produisez toujours une impression excellente. And to a friend it would be? Tu produis toujours une impression excellente. Yes. Tu produis toujours une impression excellente. To drive is conduire. So how would you say, I drive a small car, but my sister drives a lorry? Small is petit, and it's one of those adjectives that stays in front of the noun. A lorry is un camion. So, I drive a small car, but my sister drives a lorry. Je conduis une petite voiture, mais ma sœur conduit un camion. Good. Je conduis une petite voiture, mais ma sœur conduit un camion. Now let's look at some more of these everyday verbs. To write to somebody is écrire à quelqu'un. And in the present, the singular is I write, j'écris, but the plural has a different stem. We write is nous écrivons. So how would you say Stéphane writes regularly to several correspondents? Correspondent is a good guy transformation. Stéphane écrit régulièrement à plusieurs correspondants. Yes, Stéphane écrit régulièrement à plusieurs correspondants. With écrit, 
spelt E-acute, C-R-I-T, and correspondant, C-O-R-R-E-S-P-O-N-D-A-N-T-S. And if it was Stéphane and Stéphanie? Stéphane et Stéphanie écrivent régulièrement à plusieurs correspondants. Of course. Stéphane et Stéphanie écrivent régulièrement à plusieurs correspondants. Écrire dives into écrit. E-acute, C-R-I-T. So what about she has written a speech for the convention? A speech is un discours, very close to discourse in English. Elle a écrit un discours pour la convention. Bien, elle a écrit un discours pour la convention. To write something down is inscrire. So what about she was writing the results down? Elle inscrivait les résultats. Yes, elle inscrivait les résultats. To register for something is to write oneself down for something. So you use s'inscrire à quelque chose. So let's try she has registered at the university to study French civilization. You may remember from the original Michel Thomas courses that ce verbs die from the être tower. Also, when you dive from the être tower, you have to be agreeable. So in this case, inscrit, the diving form of inscrire, will change to inscrite, to agree with elle. Bit by bit now. She has registered at the university. Elle s'est inscrite à l'université. Elle s'est inscrite à l'université, yes. To study French civilization. Pour étudier la civilisation française. Pour étudier la civilisation française. So the whole sentence now. She has registered at the university to study French civilization. Elle s'est inscrite à l'université pour étudier la civilisation française. Elle s'est inscrite à l'université pour étudier la civilisation française. To prescribe is prescrire. So... He prescribes too many medicines. A medicine is un médicament, and for too many, you change the order and say beaucoup trop. So, he prescribes too many medicines. Il prescrit beaucoup trop de médicaments. Oui, il prescrit beaucoup trop de médicaments. Now try, he likes mineral water, but a bottle per day is enough for him. Water is low and is feminine. Mineral is a straight equivalent, and remember the article before O. So, he likes mineral water. Il aime le minéral. Yes, il aime l'eau minérale. But a bottle per day, per day is par jour. Mais une bouteille par jour. Mais une bouteille par jour, yes, is enough for him, suffices for him. To be enough or to suffice for someone is suffire à quelqu'un. For him or to him is lui and goes before the verb. So, is enough for him? Lui suffit. Good, lui suffit. So the whole sentence now. He likes mineral water, but a bottle per day is enough for him. Il aime le minéral, mais une bouteille par jour lui suffit. That's it. Il aime l'eau minérale, mais une bouteille par jour lui suffit. And if you feel you want to revise words like lui, 
please feel free to go back to the Michelle Thomas courses. Now, how would you say, yesterday, that was enough for me? In French, you'll say, yesterday, that has sufficed for me. Hier, ça m'a suffi. Good. Hier, ça m'a suffi. With suffi, the diving part, spelt S-U-F-F-I. The French also use this to mean, I had enough. To say all you need to do in French, you can say, it suffices to. And the phrase is, il suffit de, followed by the two form of the verb. So how about, it suffices to order the goods on the internet. The goods are les marchandises. And I will let you guess internet, which usually does not take an article. So, it suffices to order the goods on the internet. Start with il. Il suffit de commander les marchandises sur Internet. Bien. Il suffit de commander les marchandises sur Internet. To read is lire. I read is je lis. And we read is nous lisons. So try. You read the recent editorials, don't you? Both recent and editorial are straight transfers. But be careful with the plural of editorial, since the singular ends in al. So... You read the recent editorials, don't you? Vous lisez les éditoriaux récents, n'est-ce pas? Exactement. Vous lisez les éditoriaux récents, n'est-ce pas? And I read modern literature would be... Je lis la littérature moderne. Je lis la littérature moderne, yes. And literature is spelt with two T's in French. Now, if you want to say, I have read... The diving part of the past is lu, L-U. So try, she has read and re-read the president's speech, but she does not understand it. Bit by bit now, she has read and re-read the president's speech. Elle a lu et relu le discours du président. Yes, elle a lu et relu le discours du président. But she does not understand it. It will be le before the verb. Mais elle ne le comprend pas. Good. Mais elle ne le comprend pas. Bring it all together now. She has read and re-read the president's speech, but she does not understand it. Elle a lu et relu le discours du président, mais elle ne le comprend pas. Super. Elle a lu et relu le discours du président, mais elle ne le comprend pas. But I'm sure that in your case, vous avez compris these useful words. So let's move on and étudier a few more. We've now looked at a significant number of verbs in French. So let's go for one more handy tip to make the most of these and diversify your vocabulaire even further. In French, there is a verb for, say, to get up, lever. And by adding se in front of it, you turn it into a slightly different verb to get oneself up, se lever. Let's take a closer look at this because a lot of French verbs work in this way. They're called reflexive verbs because the subject and object are the same. They're reflections of each other. But don't let's worry about grammatical labels. All you have to do is ask if the word self is implied in any way, as in myself, yourself, himself, etc. So, réveiller quelqu'un is to wake somebody up, but se réveiller is to wake oneself up. Try 
Now that Alex is working, he wakes up early. That is to say, before seven. Bit by bit, then, to work is travailler. So now that Alex is working. Maintenant qu'Alex travaille. Maintenant qu'Alex travaille. Yes, he wakes up early. Il se réveille tôt. Yes, il se réveille tôt. That is to say, before seven. That is to say is c'est-à-dire. Before is avant, and seven, seven o'clock, is sept heures. So that is to say before seven. C'est-à-dire avant sept heures. C'est-à-dire avant sept heures. Well done. But can you now bring it all together? Now that Alex is working, he wakes up early. That is to say before seven. Maintenant qu'Alex travaille, il se réveille tôt, c'est-à-dire avant sept heures. Good. Maintenant qu'Alex travaille, il se réveille tôt, c'est-à-dire avant sept heures. To force somebody is forcer quelqu'un. So to force oneself would be se forcer. Yes, se forcer. So what about I cannot force myself to get up earlier? To force oneself to do is se forcer à faire. So, I cannot force myself to get up earlier. Je ne peux pas me forcer à me lever plus tôt. Indeed, je ne peux pas me forcer à me lever plus tôt. Eh oui, c'est difficile. Okay, to wash, or to wash oneself is se laver. And to get dressed, to dress oneself is s'habiller. S apostrophe H A B I L E R. Now all se verbs use the être diving board in the past. So try. He got washed and dressed immediately because he was late. We'll break it up. He got washed and dressed immediately. Il s'est lavé et habillé immédiatement. Yes, il s'est lavé et habillé immédiatement because he was late. Parce qu'il était en retard. Parce qu'il était en retard. Good. A line in the past, était, compared with dots in the past. Lavé and habillé. Could you give me the whole sentence now, please? He got washed and dressed immediately because he was late. Il s'est lavé et habillé immédiatement parce qu'il était en retard. Absolument. Il s'est lavé et habillé immédiatement parce qu'il était en retard. To express oneself is s'exprimer. So what about she expresses herself very well in French? Elle s'exprime très bien en français. Indeed, elle s'exprime très bien en français. Now that we've practiced some of the basic patterns, let's see how we can get even more value from these verbs. If apercevoir quelque chose is to catch a glimpse of something, S'apercevoir de quelque chose is to notice or to realize something. So, what about I realize that it is very easy to learn French words? Use c'est for it is here, as it's more common in spoken French. So, I realize that it's very easy to learn French words. Je m'aperçois que c'est très facile d'apprendre des mots français. Eh oui, absolument. Je m'aperçois que c'est très facile d'apprendre des mots français.
One of the meanings of défendre, as we saw, is to forbid. But se défendre is to defend oneself. So, we propose to defend ourselves immediately against these accusations. Let's start with, we propose to defend ourselves immediately. Nous proposons de nous défendre immédiatement. Nous proposons de nous défendre immédiatement, yes. Against these accusations? Contre ces accusations. Exactly. Contre ces accusations. So, altogether, we propose to defend ourselves immediately against these accusations. Nous proposons de nous défendre immédiatement contre ces accusations. Oui, nous proposons de nous défendre immédiatement contre ces accusations. To occupy is occuper, but s'occuper de quelque chose or de quelqu'un is to look after something or somebody. So what about this association looks after the problems of the environment? Cette association s'occupe des problèmes de l'environnement. Good. Cette association s'occupe des problèmes de l'environnement. But to occupy oneself also means to busy oneself. So to be busy is être occupé. Try, we're terribly busy today. Nous sommes terriblement occupés aujourd'hui. Exactement. Nous sommes terriblement occupés aujourd'hui. To behave oneself is se conduire. So, have a go at he behaved or he has behaved very well with his parents. I think you can do it all by yourself, but I'll just remind you that très bien will go between the two parts of the verb. So, he behaved very well with his parents. Il s'est très bien conduit avec ses parents. C'est ça. Il s'est très bien conduit avec ses parents. C'est entendu means it is agreed. Well, s'entendre means to get on with each other. So, they get on very well would be... Ils s'entendent très bien. Well done. Ils s'entendent très bien. And they don't get on? Se stays just before the verb, remember? Ils ne s'entendent pas. Indeed. Ils ne s'entendent pas. Rendre means to give back, but se rendre means to go somewhere, to get oneself somewhere. So, the president and his wife went to Paris for the annual celebrations. As with most RE verbs, you dive into U with rendre, so rendu. Annual is annuel. So how would you say the president and his wife went to Paris for the annual celebrations? His wife is sa femme. Le président et sa femme se sont rendus à Paris pour les célébrations annuelles. Bien. Le président et sa femme se sont rendus à Paris pour les célébrations annuelles. Another use of se rendre is in the phrase se rendre compte de, with compte spelt C-O-M-P-T-E. Se rendre compte literally means to give oneself an account of something, so to realize something. So try He realized that there was a problem. Il s'est rendu compte qu'il y avait un problème. C'est ça. Il s'est rendu compte qu'il y avait un problème. But since the structure can also be se rendre compte de quelque chose, what about you realized the problem?
Vous vous êtes rendu compte du problème. Well done. Vous vous êtes rendu compte du problème. And to a friend, how would you say you immediately realized the problem? Tu t'es immédiatement rendu compte du problème. Tu t'es immédiatement rendu compte du problème. Good. Some se verbs are not really reflexive but are reciprocal. This is when the verb applies to each other. So, if to talk to each other is se parler, what about we talk to each other every day? Nous nous parlons tous les jours. Bien, nous nous parlons tous les jours. And if to kiss each other is s'embrasser, just a bit more than to embrace each other, what about we kiss as in we kiss each other? Nous nous embrassons. Oui, nous nous embrassons. To know of a person is connaître, so to know each other is se connaître. Similarly, to meet is rencontrer, and to meet each other is se rencontrer. So what about, they do not know each other, but they're going to meet at the conference. Ils ne se connaissent pas, mais ils vont se rencontrer à la conférence. Ils ne se connaissent pas, mais ils vont se rencontrer à la conférence. And finally, on se verbs, if fermer is to shut, se fermer is to shut oneself. So, the door shuts really badly. Badly is mal. La porte se ferme vraiment mal. Eh oui, la porte se ferme vraiment mal. The door shuts itself badly. You can apply the same pattern to vendre. For instance, this model sells very well. This model sells itself very well. Ce modèle se vend très bien. Definitely. Ce modèle se vend très bien. And if to forget is oublier, what about not allowing oneself to be forgotten? Try, these transformations are not easily forgotten. Ces transformations ne s'oublient pas facilement. Couldn't agree more. Ces transformations ne s'oublient pas facilement. Which means that you're not going to oublier them facilement. And we can now move on to our final segment. Course segment three. Everyday expressions. Every language has its share of everyday expressions, and French is no exception. This segment presents more useful expressions and helpful hints that will help you build your French vocabulary the Michel Thomas way. Before we begin, let me remind you to take your time, relax and think things through. You'll be expected to come up with more words on your own. If you feel unsure about items that Michel Thomas so splendidly introduced in his courses, feel free to review them or any items presented here. And once again, unless I prompt you with friend, Stéphane or Stéphanie, use the formal vous rather than the familiar tu form. It's always a good idea to be more formal at first and to take your cues from native speakers. When someone tells you to use tu with them, you know you've made a friend. Okay, let's begin with verb plus expressions because these verbs are generally followed by little helpers. What's more, they are then always followed by the to form of the verb, so that's really good value. The most common of these helpers are a and de, 
and we've already seen some examples of these. Let's start with the A verbs. That's A with a grave accent. You will often find it used with verbs which indicate that you begin doing something or continue with it. So, to seek to is chercher à. How would you say, I am seeking to reorganise my department? I'll let you guess department, because it's a straight transformation, and you now know that nouns ending in M-E-N-T are masculine. So, I'm seeking to reorganise my department. Je cherche à réorganiser mon département. Yes, je cherche à réorganiser mon département. Similarly, to begin to do is commencer à faire. So, still describing what you're doing, try I started, that's in French, I have started, evaluating our performance. To evaluate and performance are straight transformations. So, I have started evaluating our performance. J'ai commencé à évaluer notre performance. That's right. J'ai commencé à évaluer notre performance. J'ai commencé is a dot indicating when this evaluation started in the past. To continue doing something is also an A verb. Continuer A. So, I go on, I continue using my colleague's suggestions would be... To use is utiliser and suggestions is a straight transformation. So, I go on, I continue using my colleagues' suggestions. Je continue à utiliser les suggestions de mes collègues. Je continue à utiliser les suggestions de mes collègues. Yes. And to finish our story, why don't you now add, Now I hope to succeed in building a really efficient team. To hope is espérer and is followed by the to form of the verb. To succeed in doing is réussir à. Efficient is efficace, which is quite close to the English, and a team is une équipe. So, I hope to succeed in building a really efficient team. J'espère réussir à construire une équipe vraiment efficace. Une bonne histoire. Je cherche à réorganiser mon département. Et j'ai commencé à évaluer notre performance. Je continue à utiliser les suggestions de mes collègues et j'espère réussir à construire une équipe vraiment efficace. Bien. Let's move on now to verbs with de. To take advantage of something is profiter de, with the idea of profiting from something. To depend on is dépendre de. So, how would you say, I would like to take advantage of this opportunity, but it depends on you? First, I would like to take advantage of this opportunity. Je voudrais profiter de cette opportunité. Yes, je voudrais profiter de cette opportunité. But it depends on you. It's very general here, so to say it, you will use ça. So, it depends on you. Mais ça dépend de vous. Good. Mais ça dépend de vous. Altogether now, I would like to take advantage of this opportunity, but it depends on you. 
Je voudrais profiter de cette opportunité, mais ça dépend de vous. Super Je voudrais profiter de cette opportunité, mais ça dépend de vous. Now let's see if we can weave some of these verbs into a story. Let's start with, I have allowed my employees to have lunch in the restaurant. To allow somebody to do something is permettre à quelqu'un de faire quelque chose. So what about, I have allowed my employees to have lunch, that is, to lunch, in the restaurant. J'ai permis à mes employés de déjeuner au restaurant. J'ai permis à mes employés de déjeuner au restaurant. Good. To advise to do is conseiller de faire. So, I advise them to choose something very simple. Them is really to them. So, leur, placed in front of the verb. After something, you need to use de. So, I advise them to choose something very simple. Je leur ai conseillé de choisir quelque chose de très simple. Yes. Je leur ai conseillé de choisir quelque chose de très simple. Well done for using de after quelque chose. Hang on, there's more to this story. To refuse to do is refuser de faire. And in the same way, to accept to do is accepter de faire. So try, they accepted a sandwich and a coffee. In French, you will say, they accepted to take a sandwich and a coffee. You use prendre when you talk about having food. Sandwich is borrowed from the English. So, they accepted to take a sandwich and a coffee. Ils ont accepté de prendre un sandwich et un café. Good. Ils ont accepté de prendre un sandwich et un café. To change is changer de. So I could say, j'ai changé de voiture l'année dernière. I changed my car last year. To change one's mind is literally to change one's opinion. Changer d'avis, spelled the apostrophe A-V-I-S. So how would you say, but I changed my mind and I let them, I permitted them, to choose the menu. First of all, but I changed my mind. Mais j'ai changé d'avis. Mais j'ai changé d'avis, yes. And I let them, or permitted them, to choose the menu. Et je leur ai permis de choisir le menu. That's it. Et je leur ai permis de choisir le menu. So all together now. But I changed my mind and let them choose the menu. Mais j'ai changé d'avis et je leur ai permis de choisir le menu. Bien, mais j'ai changé d'avis et je leur ai permis de choisir le menu. Another common little plus word is sur, which is used with the idea of on, about or over. To moan about something is se lamenter sur quelque chose. Lamenter is quite close to lament. To express a command, you use the tu or the vous form of the verb. If to stop doing something is arrêter de faire quelque chose, What about saying to someone you don't know very well, stop moaning about everything? Arrêtez de vous lamenter sur tout. Exactly. Arrêtez de vous lamenter sur tout. And if you were saying it to a friend? Arrête de te lamenter sur tout. 
Arrête de te lamenter surtout. That's it. And the only difference from the normal to form of the verb would be that in writing, you drop the S at the end of arrête in the command form. To rely on is compter sur, as in to count on, with compter spelt C-O-M-P-T-E-R. So, speaking to vous, try naturally, I count on your discretion. Naturally and discretion are straight transfers. So, naturally, I count on your discretion. Naturellement, je compte sur votre discrétion. Quite. Naturellement, je compte sur votre discrétion. And what about, to vous, don't count on us for this. Ne and pas will go on each side of the command. So, don't count on us for this. Ne comptez pas sur nous pour ça. Very good. Ne comptez pas sur nous pour ça. But moi, je compte sur vous to use these little helpers from now on. Now in French, if you want to say to mean, you use a two-verb combination, vouloir dire, literally to want to say. Again, after this expression, use the to form for any and all verbs that follow. So using qu'est-ce que for what, how would you say, what does this word mean in French? The form of vouloir you need is veut, V-E-U-T. Qu'est-ce que ce mot veut dire en français? Yes, qu'est-ce que ce mot veut dire en français? A very useful phrase. We mean is nous voulons dire. So try what do you, vous, mean. Use qu'est-ce que again. Qu'est-ce que vous voulez dire? Good. Qu'est-ce que vous voulez dire? Now, what about the taxi has not arrived yet? This means that we're going to be late. Not yet is pas encore, but don't forget the little ne before the verb. And arriver is one of the coming and going verbs, so it will dive from the être tower. So bit by bit, the taxi has not arrived yet. Le taxi n'est pas encore arrivé. Yes, le taxi n'est pas encore arrivé. And now, this means that we're going to be late. Ça veut dire que nous allons être en retard. Exactement. Ça veut dire que nous allons être en retard. OK, let's be even more ambitious. Suppose you want to indicate that you're not sure and are guessing a bit. Have a go at this. She texted to say that her taxi is late. This must mean that she's going to miss the meeting. Let's break it down. A text message is un texto. So, to text is envoyer un texto. So, she texted to say that her taxi is late. Elle a envoyé un texto pour dire que son taxi est en retard. Good. Elle a envoyé un texto pour dire que son taxi est en retard. Now, this must mean that she's going to miss the meeting. This must is ça doit. And to miss something is manquer quelque chose. So, this must mean that she's going to miss the meeting. Ça doit vouloir dire qu'elle va manquer la réunion. Very nice. Ça doit vouloir dire. This must mean... 
ça doit vouloir dire qu'elle va manquer la réunion. Another whole sentence. She texted to say that her taxi is late. This must mean that she's going to miss the meeting. Elle a envoyé un texto pour dire que son taxi est en retard. Ça doit vouloir dire qu'elle va manquer la réunion. Elle a envoyé un texto pour dire que son taxi est en retard. Ça doit vouloir dire qu'elle va manquer la réunion. Great. Now what about this did not mean much? This is a line in the past. When expressing the idea of not much, the French often use the phrase pas grand chose. And because of the pas, a ne is inserted before the verb. So, for instance, it is not worth much would be ça ne vaut pas grand chose. Or there's not much to eat would be il n'y a pas grand chose à manger. So now try this did not mean much. Ça ne voulait pas dire grand chose. Good. Ça ne voulait pas dire grand chose. Now there are many more of these verb plus combinations, but let's stop with these. You now know how they work. Feel free to practice creating your own original examples. Now that you're becoming so precise in your use of French, let's look again at how we can fit things into time. In English, you say, I have lived in Glanville for 10 years. In French, you have a different interpretation of time. Michel Thomas taught us that we use the present tense to describe a situation that is still going on in the present, and we use depuis, D-E-P-U-I-S, meaning since, to introduce the period of time. In effect, in French you say, I live in Glanville since 10 years. So, I have lived in Glanville for 10 years is... J'habite Glanville depuis 10 ans. Very good. J'habite Glanville depuis 10 ans. It started in the past, but it is still going on. Hence the present tense of the verb. And you use en rather than anne because you're looking at a succession of actions in the past. One of the most common mistakes is to use pour for time. Now, if the period of time is finished, you use the past tense. And during or for in this sense is pendant. So, I lived in Glanville for 10 years would be. J'ai habité Glanville pendant 10 ans. Super! J'ai habité Glanville depuis 10 ans. Done and finished. You can place events in time really clearly. Now let's try talking about specific points in the past. Ago is il y a. So try we arrived in Saint-Martin a long time ago. For a long time, you will use longtemps. Nous sommes arrivés à Saint-Martin il y a longtemps. Nous sommes arrivés à Saint-Martin il y a longtemps. Good. And a very long time ago? Il y a très longtemps. Quite. Il y a très longtemps. A while ago would be a certain time ago. So what about we met a while ago? This is a reciprocal verb. We met each other. Nous nous sommes rencontrés il y a un certain temps. Indeed. Nous nous sommes rencontrés il y a un certain temps. Now let's try it slightly differently. She was a teacher for 10 years, 
but a while ago she decided to change professions and now she's been a journalist for two years. Note that you do not use an article when you indicate somebody's profession. Teacher is professeur. So bit by bit now. She was a teacher for ten years. Elle a été professeur pendant dix ans. Bien. Elle a été professeur pendant dix ans. For to change professions, you use changer de. So, but a while ago, she decided to change professions. Mais il y a un certain temps, elle a décidé de changer de profession. Mais il y a un certain temps, elle a décidé de changer de profession. Yes. And now she has been a journalist for two years. Two is de. Et maintenant, elle est journaliste depuis deux ans. Et maintenant, elle est journaliste depuis deux ans, in the present, because she is still a journalist. If you want to say how long something took, you use en. So, I wrote the letter in ten minutes would be... J'ai écrit la lettre en dix minutes. Oui, j'ai écrit la lettre en dix minutes. And she did the journey in one day? We've already met the word le jour, meaning the day. La journée also means the day, and is used when you're talking about how long something went on for. In this instance, then, you will use la journée. So, she did the journey in one day. Elle a fait le voyage en une journée. Excellent. Elle a fait le voyage en une journée. If you want to indicate a point in time within which something will happen, you use dans. How would you say, I am going to phone the client in ten minutes? In French, you say téléphoner à quelqu'un. So, I'm going to phone the client in ten minutes. Je vais téléphoner au client dans dix minutes. That's right. Je vais téléphoner au client dans dix minutes. After is après, and before is avant. So have a go at, I want to buy a bottle of mineral water before the train leaves. To buy is acheter. For before the train leaves, you can make life easy for yourself by saying before the departure of the train. A departure is quite close, and départ. Remember that de and le come together to become du. So, I want to buy a bottle of mineral water before the train leaves, before the departure of the train. Je veux acheter une bouteille d'eau minérale avant le départ du train. Precisely. Je veux acheter une bouteille d'eau minérale avant le départ du train. And how would you say, after your arrival, you must go to the hotel immediately? An arrival is une arrivée. And here you will place immediately at the end of the sentence to draw attention to how important this is. So, after your arrival, you must go to the hotel immediately. Après votre arrivée, vous devez aller à l'hôtel immédiatement. Good. Après votre arrivée, vous devez aller à l'hôtel immédiatement. Or you could have said... Vous devez vous rendre à l'hôtel immédiatement. Let's now look at other ways of talking about time, such as days of the week and months of the year. These are listed in the user guide.
But let's do some practice now. To say a day of the month, you just use le followed by the simple number. So, for instance, his birthday is on the 27th of October would be son anniversaire est le 27 octobre. So try the meeting is on the 5th of July. La réunion est le 5 juillet. Good. La réunion est le 5 juillet. The only day of the month that works differently is the 1st, for which you say le 1er. So, the 1st of July would be... Le 1er juillet. Le 1er juillet, yes. Now try, I'm working on Saturday. You don't need to translate on. Je travaille samedi. Good. Je travaille samedi. But if you want to indicate that something happens regularly on Saturdays, you would generalize and use le. So, she works on Saturdays would be... Elle travaille le samedi. Yes. Elle travaille le samedi. Last is dernier. And next is prochain. So what about... She is working next Saturday, but she did not work last Saturday. Let's start with, she's working next Saturday. Elle travaille samedi prochain. Elle travaille samedi prochain, yes. But she did not work last Saturday. Mais elle n'a pas travaillé samedi dernier. Mais elle n'a pas travaillé samedi dernier, good. All in one sentence now. She's working next Saturday, but she didn't work last Saturday. Elle travaille samedi prochain, mais elle n'a pas travaillé samedi dernier. Super! Elle travaille samedi prochain, mais elle n'a pas travaillé samedi dernier. To say in July, you say en juillet. So how would you say, in July, she will work from Thursdays to Saturdays? From, as you know, is de. Thursday is jeudi and two is a. But be careful because just as de and le become du, a and le become o. So, in July, she will work from Thursdays to Saturdays. En juillet, elle travaillera du jeudi au samedi. Très bien. En juillet, elle travaillera du jeudi au samedi. But you don't need to use le with the months of the year. So how would you say the shop shuts from July to September? The shop is le magasin and September is septembre. So, the shop shuts from July to September. Le magasin ferme de juillet à septembre. Yes, le magasin ferme de juillet à septembre. You talk about summer, winter and autumn the way you talk about months, using en and without le. Winter is hiver, H-I-V-E-R. So, in winter would be... En hiver. En hiver, yes. And in autumn? En automne? Yes, en automne. The odd one out is in spring, for which you say au printemps. P-R-I-N-T-E-M-P-S. So what about in the spring? We always have a lot of work, but in the summer there isn't much. For not much, you can use ne and pas grand chose. So bit by bit. In the spring, we always have a lot of work. 
Au printemps, nous avons toujours beaucoup de travail. Yes, au printemps, nous avons toujours beaucoup de travail. But in the summer, there isn't much. Mais en été, il n'y a pas grand-chose. Excellent. Mais en été, il n'y a pas grand-chose. Well done, you added the little ne. Bring it all together now. In the spring, we always have a lot of work. But in the summer, there isn't much. Au printemps, nous avons toujours beaucoup de travail. Mais en été, il n'y a pas grand-chose. Exactly. Au printemps, nous avons toujours beaucoup de travail. Mais en été, il n'y a pas grand-chose. If you want to say the day after, you use le lendemain, L-E-N-D-E-M-A-I-N, which is a variation on demain, isn't it? So try. We're going to arrive in Paris on Thursday, and the following day we will attend the reception. Let's break it down. We're going to arrive in Paris on Thursday. Nous allons arriver à Paris jeudi. Yes. Nous allons arriver à Paris jeudi. And the following day, we will attend the reception. To attend something is assister à quelque chose. And reception is a straight transformation. So, and the following day, we will attend the reception. Et le lendemain, nous assisterons à la réception. Good. Nous allons arriver à Paris jeudi et le lendemain, nous assisterons à la réception. And just one more try before we move on. The day before yesterday is very straightforward. Avant-hier. So could you work out the day after tomorrow, which is just as straightforward? Après-demain. Yes, après-demain. Quite straightforward. Facile, n'est-ce pas? Now, let's take a minute to learn how to tell the time in French. It's not difficult. If you want to say it's one o'clock, you say il est une heure. And you use this il est with any other number as well. So how would you say, it is two o'clock? Il est deux heures. Il est deux heures, yes. If you want to ask what time it is, you just ask, quelle heure est-il? So let's have a look at the answers you might get or give. Two ten, ten past two, is in French, two hours ten, which would be? Deux heures dix. Deux heures dix, good. A quarter is un quart, Q-U-A-R-T. For two fifteen, you say it is two hours and quarter. Try it. Il est deux heures et quart. Il est deux heures et quart, exactly. Half is demi, D-E-M-I-E. So try to work out two thirty. Deux heures et demie. Right. Deux heures et demie. And for 2.45, you say three hours minus the quarter. Three is trois, and minus is less, which is moins, and the quarter is le quart. So 2.45, quarter to three, would be... Trois heures moins le quart. Good. Trois heures moins le quart. To say that something is at a certain time, you simply use a. So try, the committee is at half past three and the dinner is at a quarter past eight. Le comité est à trois heures et demie. 
et le dîner est à 8h15. Le comité est à 3h30 et le dîner est à 8h15. Good. Écart, edmi, moins le quart. They're all very useful everyday little phrases. Midday and midnight are exactly the same images in French. Midi, the middle of the day, and minuit, the middle of the night. So, it was midday when he finally got up. Il était midi quand il s'est finalement levé. Il était midi quand il s'est finalement levé. Good. Because he'd gone to bed after midnight. To go to bed is se coucher. And you have to drive from the past être tard, été. So, because he had gone to bed after midnight. Parce qu'il s'était couché après minuit. Parce qu'il s'était couché après minuit, yes. If you need to be specific about a.m. or p.m. in French, you will say whether things are of the morning, du matin, or of the evening, du soir. So, speaking to vous, try... Do not phone the hotel after 10 p.m. Ne téléphonez pas à l'hôtel après 10 heures du soir. Bien. Ne téléphonez pas à l'hôtel après 10 heures du soir. And do not phone the hotel before 10 a.m. Ne téléphonez pas à l'hôtel avant 10 heures du matin. Quite. Ne téléphonez pas à l'hôtel avant 10 heures du matin. The afternoon in French is l'après-midi, literally the after midday. So 2 p.m. would be? 2 heures de l'après-midi. Very good. 2 heures de l'après-midi. But when talking about train times or plane times or timetables in general, the French often go all numeric and say 15h30 and so on. But time is passing, le temps passe, and we must move on to something new.